Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited to have you here. We hope you're having an awesome week. And regardless of when you're listening to this, we hope it adds value to your journey. And if it does add value, it would mean the world to us if you would share with a friend or if you use Apple to rate and review our show. It makes a big difference. I mentioned in a previous episode, I was having coffee with my friend Kylie, and I said, Kylie, what are some topics we need to talk about? And she brought up a great one that as soon as she said, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we haven't talked about that yet. And the way she put it is the guilt of not being productive. And and when I say that is feeling guilty when you're not doing something that's making money or progressing you into the future, progressing your career, progressing your finances, whatever it may be, but feeling guilt, not doing. And I think she's touching on such an important piece. And, And I don't know about you, but I was raised to have a work ethic and it was, it was really drilled into me over and over and over and over again. And I'm not sure this was the intent, but this is the product. I can tell you the output here. The output of how I was raised was that if I'm not working, I'm being lazy. I could work a 12-hour day. And if I'm done working and I just chill, I'm being lazy. Now, I'm not sure that's how we were, how people were trying to teach us and raise us along the way, but I think that's the product of how a lot of us were raised. And then it combines with something else that I think is very relevant to our culture is this idea of hustle. And and it kind of feels like hustle porn on, on social media of, look at me, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. I'm going and going and going and going and going. And, and people are just hustling and then they want to show off how they're hustling. Look how busy I am. Look at all I'm accomplishing. And oh my gosh, I work 16 hours today. And oh, I work 16 hours tomorrow. And that's being glorified. It is being glorified through the lens of making more money, having more things. Or making more money to hoard so that I can retire faster as part of the fire movement. Grind, 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 grind so that I can stop this stupid work business and get about to relaxing. But either way, whether we're going down the fire road or we're going down the materialism road, there's an inherent hustle culture that's deeply embedded into what we're doing. And, and I wish I could tell you I'm immune to it. I wish I could tell you that uh, it's not relevant to me whatsoever, but it is. And Because, again, I mentioned that when I was raised, I was raised to work, 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 work. That's how I was raised. And I remember even early in my career, I had just met my wife. I was a couple of years into my career. I was at a stage where I was kind of paying my dues a lot of the tough stuff was on me and I needed to, you know, step up, step in so I could continue to progress in my career, go up the ladder. It's just how it worked. And I remember I was dating my wife, Sarah, and I was probably in my mid-20s. And I was working so much 
that as an excuse to see me, she would bring me dinner at the office at nine o'clock at night, drop it off. We would chill for 30 minutes and then she would leave and I would keep working. That felt like life for a season for me. 80-hour work weeks over and over and over and over again. And you know what? It paid off. It paid off. And, and I don't know if it was part of, of, of me being promoted and accelerated through the company. It probably played a role. It most certainly did. It wasn't because I was the most charming, smartest guy in the room, best looking, the funniest. I know none of those are true. There was a piece that that played. And I did accelerate very quickly. My career took off. So some would argue, so that was, that was good, right, Travis? That was good that you did that because, look, you succeeded. You won. But I would ask the question, to what end? To what end is it worth it? Fast forward many years. I don't think I still had gotten this under control, this, this idea of hustle, hustle, hustle for the sake of hustling. And I remember talking to my wife and, and she was just frustrated. I just wasn't around as much. I wasn't around as much. I was busy and everything in my life was a hustle. Even the good things like work was good. Work was good. I like what I did, but even like being a youth group leader, and being on the, the, the boards for several really amazing nonprofits. And then all the other things that I did. I felt like my life was hustle. That I was going from 6 a.m. until 10 o'clock at night. Every night. Every day. And again, these were good things. These were fun things. They were value-add things to me and to others. But to what end, I ask? And I think ultimately it hurt my marriage. I think it hurt my friendships. I think it hurt my health. I was burning out. And so when I made this decision that I was going to step away from my career and we were going to take a 90% pay cut to do so, in my mind, I thought to myself, all this will be fixed now because I wanted to blame the job. I wanted to blame the responsibilities and the stress and the pressure of my job for my behavior. And I had several mentors saying, Travis, don't replace one with something else. That's the risk. I know you're going to do it, Travis. Don't do it. I know, I know how you're wired. And I kind of laughed them off. And, and, I, and it's not that I disrespected them or their opinions. I just didn't think it was that big of a deal for me. And so I, I walked away from this job that had a lot of pressure, a lot of stress, and a lot of time commitment. And I became my own boss. Well, that's, that's a dangerous road because when you're your own boss, you have the worst boss in the world. And so that was, a, that was a very dangerous moment for me to be in that position when I, ha I, could, I had a clean slate. How was I going to set up my life? And luckily, 
Luckily, and this was a big, big piece of fortune for me, I didn't care about money. So that helps a lot. When, when you don't care about money and it's not about having more, it really does put a damper on this idea of hustling and hustling and hustling for more. Because I didn't care about more. I don't care about more. But I feel like I'm a bit addicted to creating something good. I'm addicted to making an impact. And in a way, I think that can become an idol in and of itself. And I think that's the warning sign for me. And so as I jumped into my new career, I felt that urge to hustle more and more and more and more. And if, if I could take on 10 coaching clients, 20 is better. And if 20 is good, 50 is better. And so that urge to keep going. And so for me, it's about putting some parameters around what I am and am not willing to do. And it's figuring out how can I make sure that my life is not about hustle? How can I make sure my life is about work ethic in creating impact, in doing good things, in serving those who I wish to serve without turning right back into the hustle culture? And my wife had a big role in that. Some of my mentors did. My, my assistant Paige now plays a big role holding me accountable, saying, Travis, if you put that on your calendar, you are going to blow up. And she's always right. And so I have that in me. and It's deep within me. And I need to be aware of that. And I think a lot of you do too. This deep desire or this inherent need or guilt to fall into the hustle culture. And the first thing we need to do, this is the first thing, this isn't the, 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 the cure-all here, but the first thing is to recognize is that more money and more things will not make us happier. Now, if you're not even making your bills, if your needs aren't met, yes, you do need to hustle and it will make you happier. If you can't afford to pay your rent or put food on the table or, or have a car that can get you from point A to point B. Yes, hustle might be good. It will make you happier to be able to survive. Scientifically, that is proven. Money will make us happy if it means getting from here to getting our needs met. Very important. But if your needs are met and you're doing okay, the more money and more stuff is not going to solve your problems. It's not going to. And if we recognize that, it has, it has the potential to change everything. But that's not a cure-all. Once we get there, we also need to recognize we need boundaries. We need parameters. We need to plan our rest. And as my assistant Paige always tells me, and again, this is the wisdom, the wisdom of a 20-year-old, Travis, you need to work from rest and not work for rest. Now, I don't have a problem of working for rest. I have a problem actually taking rest. But as she reminds me, I need to work from rest, so that means I need to rest. And so for me, and what that looks like, is I need to carve out a day or blocks of days where I'm just resting. So our Saturdays are intentionally dead, outside of maybe a sporting event for our kids here and there, and, and that will get harder as we go on, but... Our Saturdays are very low-key, as are our Sundays. And as I 
always tell my friends in a joking manner, I'm either somewhere in the world, and if I'm not somewhere in the world, I'm at home. Because when I'm here, when we're in our community on a weekend, we are locked in our house and we are chilling. We are super low-key. We do church. We do small group with some other couples. And we just hang out. We just really enjoy our time together because I know myself. I know my nature is to jump back into work. And it drives my wife freaking nuts. Drives her nuts. And... I don't want her to be anxious with me. I don't want her to be mad at me or frustrated. And so we need to set very clear boundaries. Other boundaries for me, my Mondays are content days. My Mondays are are writing podcasts and writing blogs and and, and writing the book. That's what I do on Mondays. No client meetings on Mondays. Some of my clients, they want to meet at night because their lives are busy too, and, and so that's when they need to meet. And so I accommodate them by, by, by having night meetings, but only on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Only Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then Thursday mornings, that's my playtime with my family. That's my playtime with my boys. We call it Thursday, Thursday Family Adventures. And so that's Thursday mornings is when I, I get the boys, we hop in the car, and we do something fun. We go to the zoo we go to a movie, we go, you know, go, go to an arcade. We just go do fun things. That's what we do on Thursday mornings. And so I set these parameters very clearly because I have to. Not because I want to, because I don't, because I have to. Because it's the only way I can avoid the hustle culture because it is so hardwired into me. And I'm self-aware of that because I could lose my family. I could live a life where my kids don't even know who I am. And my biggest fear in life, my biggest fear in life is not being able, is not not providing for my family. I don't fear that at all. We'll figure it out. My biggest fear is that I'm not there for my wife and kids. And I know a lot of young people that I have the privilege of mentoring or being friends with and their families do amazing financially. And, and when you look at them and you, you really get at the, at the center of what hurts them the most, it's that mom wasn't there or dad wasn't there. And I'm not even talking about broken families. I'm not talking about divorce. I'm talking about mom and dad living together, but one of the spouses was so busy working, so busy that the kids didn't even know them hardly. And that's becoming more and more common. And when you talk to these young people, that's where their most profound pain lies. Now, they might do the best trips in the world, and they, have, they live in the nicest houses. And they have all the opportunities of life. They can go to college anywhere they want. But if you really get to the heart of, of where, where they're at, they just wish that mom and dad were both present. And they would sincerely give up all of that, the vacations, the houses, the trust funds, the college funds, they would give that up to have mom and dad present. And I think about that every single day of my life because I am, I am grossly aware I could go there very quickly. And I almost did. I almost did. And so 
I hope that adds some value. I hope that as I was talking, something something resonated with you that we don't have to we don't have to live in this hustle culture. We don't have to to run headfirst at the the pursuit of more, whether that's more possessions or more money in our bank account. And it's not about status and achievement or titles. We need to serve those who which we desire to serve in our work, but also at home. And and to be honest, I've been doing this for a long time now, and I don't know if I'll ever get it right, but I feel like I'm always getting a little bit better, and I hope you do too. That's all I have for today. If you'd like to connect with us outside of the podcast, we would love to hear from you. You can find us on Instagram, Meaning Over Money. You can find me, Travis Shelton, on Instagram. You can find our YouTube channel. And of course, you can find Meaning Over Money, which is our financial course for young adults where we teach young adults how to live for the meaning and not for the money. That's at meaningover.money. And if you're interested in buying one of our courses, please don't pay full price. You can get 25% off with the promo code PODCAST25, PODCAST25. And that's our way of saying thank you for listening to the podcast. And if you aren't interested in a course, that's okay. We're just glad that you're here. And we hope this podcast continues to add value to your journey. Take care, guys. 